0: Hi everybody, Charlie Reimer here. Welcome to the Charlie Reimer Balls and the Air podcast. And you all know what week it is. That's right. It is Ryder Cup week. And for a lot of people, that is the best week of the year in the world of golf. It's not exactly my favorite. I enjoy it. But uh, uh, Ryder Cup week for me is certainly a lot of fun. I'm a little bit more into the majors than I am into the Ryder Cup. But, you know, a lot of people absolutely are all about Ryder Cup. I can understand and appreciate that. And uh, this week I think is going to be super special. It's an amazing venue uh, at Whistling Straits in Kohler, Wisconsin. I'm actually up in the area right now. I am uh, recording this show from downtown Milwaukee. And um, if you hear a little bit of noise in the background, don't yell at me or blame me because (laughs) it's windy up here. The forecast is actually this week – for pretty decent weather, but I can tell you, I haven't played at Whistling Straits quite a bit in my lifetime. It, uh, it sits right there on Lake Michigan, and the wind will blow. And believe me, it's definitely going to be a factor. Got a little bit of rain in the forecast as well. But a uh, lot of great storylines. I, I thought what I would do is just sort of take a look at all the players uh, from from top to bottom, maybe in a way that is sort of a heat index. And, and uh, let's get after it and see uh, what we're looking at. Obviously, 24 players in the field, 12 for each team. And the goal is to win 14.5 points Uh, over the um, course of the three days of the Ryder Cup and uh, looking at, again, those players sort of from – uh, the ones that aren't playing their best, are the ones that are playing at the best. Uh, let's start with a uh, burnt Wiessberger. I love that name. I wish I had that name. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like something you you order on purpose when uh, you go to your favorite hamburger joint. I'll have the burnt Wiessberger. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty good. A little bit of bacon and barbecue sauce on it. But he is the only player in the uh, entire Ryder Cup that's not a current member of the PGA Tour. And he really has struggled um, when he's come over to play golf in the U.S., but obviously a very talented player, just hasn't played his best golf here. And um, Brooks Kepka, he is uh, uh, coming in a ton of question marks around Brooks Kepka And, and uh, Brooks just uh, – has been dealing with injury after injury after injury. It looked like things were going to get back normal for him, and he messed up his wrist at Eastlake. So, just don't really know what you're going to get from him. He can play with pain. And I get the feeling that he might be the kind of player that really his entire career he's going to be dealing with some injuries. You get a guy that's that big and that strong, goes after it that hard. Injuries are going to be a issue, no doubt about that. Tyrell Hatton. Uh, comes in uh, obviously he's played some great golf over the past two or three years but uh, he has not played well at all coming in in fact he's missed his last five starts in events that have a cut uh, and and uh, you just wonder uh, how strong he is going to be this week and Colin Morikawa, uh, who now has two major championships on his resume, certainly a very talented player, he's been battling a little bit of a sore back, so a little bit of a wild card there from uh, Colin Morikawa. And uh, Tommy Fleetwood, uh, always a, um, a fixture in big events, seems like over the past five, six, seven years, and player who kind of came into his game a little late in the year and has uh, a nice Ryder Cup record. Uh, going back to um the last Ryder Cup over in France where he was 4 and O and um Fleetwood though really just hasn't played his best golf this last year or two so interesting to to uh see what we're going to get from Tommy Fleetwood Bryson DeChambeau um <laughs> he's a man to watch in golf right now isn't he and uh, especially uh, what happened there at Caves Valley where uh, he he looked to have um, been able to pull off the win over Patrick Cantley, but Patrick hung in there, and Bryson uh, just really struggled uh, trying to finish that tournament off and uh, in a playoff, and Cantley was just uh, a bit too much of a bulldog for for Bryson, and he he just comes in. He obviously got the – the conflict with, with uh, uh, Kepka, which is very interesting, and I think it adds a little bit of space week in and week out on the PGA Tour. But on the same team in a Ryder Cup, where they're going to be forced to play nice with each other, I, 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 I just hope for the sake of the competition they sort of put that behind them. But you just never know how all of that's going to work out. And then um, a player who is really – come into his own over these last couple of years you look at harris english um had a uh came off a really long victory drought and that's the only thing that surprised me that he could go six seven years without winning on the pga tour he's 32 two years old plays college golf at georgia and i'm gonna tell you what he is an absolute <laughs> talent and and it's just going to be fun to watch uh his career especially all the confidence he's built up here over these last couple of years and uh, see what he does in in major championship golf and then young scotty scheffler i always think of him as young shot scotty scheffler because i I met him when he was about 97 pounds and and um uh productive of, of uh some of the great golfers that come out of the dallas area including uh jordan spieth and uh scotty scheffler's usga junior champion plays college golf at texas and um you folks have probably heard of the gatlin brothers rudy gatlin's a good buddy of mine he's been telling me about scotty scheffler forever he he tries to take some credit for scotty scheffler but um i'm not giving it to rudy every time i see uh scotty i ask him about rudy but but uh they apparently played a good bit of golf uh, when, when Scotty was just tiny, had to run around in circles in the shower to get wet. He's not tiny anymore. Week in and week out, he is absolutely at the top of leaderboards on a PGA Tour. Look for Scheffler and Spieth to partner up. They would definitely partner up really well. Matthew Fitzpatrick. Um, He's 27 years old, and I love his golf swing. I spent some time with him, interviewing him back when I was in Golf Channel. He's absolutely delightful. I love that. The golf swing, is just like a, it's like a Roy McIlroy golf swing. It's just absolute classic and uh, uh, hasn't played his best golf in his previous Ryder Cup experience, but uh, a very talented player. No doubt about that. So uh, Dustin Johnson. um He's coming back to Whistling Straits for the first time since the debacle back in 2010 at the PGA Championship, and I remember what happened there in the 18th hole grounders club in the bunker. Was it a bunker? I don't know, you tell me. Uh, they've got walking referees with every group this year. I went out and looked at it. There's like 10,000 bunkers out there. It, it just it, it, it looked like a little bit of a depression, but... Um, that ended up costing him a shot at, uh, at the playoff, and um, um, so Dustin might be looking to extract a little bit of revenge um, from uh, the last situation that he faced here at, at Whistling Straits. Lee Westwood, the delightful Lee Westwood. Um, he uh, um, has only missed one Ryder Cup in the last 11. Comes in playing some really, really good golf, and and, uh, he'll partner well with just about anybody. I'd maybe see Lee Westwood getting paired up with a younger player, and uh, Lee is fit and playing great golf and loves a Ryder Cup, and he's always got that smirk on his face like he knows something that that you don't know. And uh, as much great golf as he's played in his career, he's had some downs too. He probably does know a lot of stuff that you don't know. Tony Fino, everybody wants to pair up with. With Tony, he's one of the most well-liked guys on the PGA Tour. And uh, we've got a win in the playoffs there. And if, if that putter gets even moderately hot, look out. Shane Lowry, I love watching Shane play. Of course, he's a British Open champion, an Irishman. And um, uh, really struggled for a little bit with his game, but comes in with some form. Having played pretty well the last six months. Paul Casey, uh, some of the uh, most interesting conversations I've had with, with tour players over the years have involved Paul Casey. He's um he's a pros pro. He's really sharp. Uh he really smart guy and amazing game and uh in the big events he is always there. Daniel Berger, young talent, uh even though he's multiple time winner on the PGA tour. Hard to believe uh that um, just a little more than a year ago he was outside top one hundred in the world today. He's now inside the top twenty. Sergio Garcia Now, talk about experience. 41 matches across his nine appearances in the Ryder Cup, he got 25.5 points. And uh, that's pretty much as many points as the entire U.S. team has won. How about that? And uh, when you start thinking about who Sergio will pair up well with, hmm, let's see, there's another Spaniard that's – Playing some pretty good golf right now. Maybe U.S. Open champion John Rom. How would you like to put any two players up on that first tee and uh, either foursomes or four ball, if you're Team USA, and look across that first tee and uh, have a look at um, uh, have a look at uh, Sergio Garcia and John Rom. I think that'd be pretty intimidating. Xander Shaffley, um It's hard to believe Xander's first time on the Ryder Cup squad and um he uh absolutely has a ton of game and of course he's got olympic gold medal in his golf bag somewhere and i'm sure he'll have that with him this week he, he gave the medal to his dad to pretty much keep and say hey thanks dad for everything you've done for me and and uh, but i'm sure maybe pop will let him tote it around in the Ryder cup with him and um I imagine you're going to see Xander Schauffele paired up with uh, uh, Patrick Cantley, uh, and that, that's going to be a pretty strong team. And Victor Hovland love watching Victor play golf. Still, really young player, and uh, um, just love his attitude. Love uh, just love watching him operate. I, I, I like watching the pros play that seem to really enjoy getting out there. That's not always the case. Some some pros will play angry. Victor Hovland plays happy. Don't don't take that. the fact that he's being happy with the uh, confuse it with not being a fierce competitor, because he certainly is and Justin Thomas been a little bit of up and down time for him these last two or three years, but he's really a a force to be reckoned with Uh, permanent fixture not permanent. Nothing's permanent in golf, but but uh, he's a fixture um, in top 10 in the world for quite some time to come and McElroy. uh, I still say I always have I'd rather watch him drive the golf ball than anybody on the planet and a little bit on this golf course this is a big mean tough golf course seems like they all are these days but this one in particular that really is the truth especially with a little bit of wind up uh, which we'll get and and uh, Roy really unleashes it love watching him drive it should be a nice fit for him unless that wind gets up really high he it's unusual for a, an Irish player to not be real comfortable in a ton of wind but he hasn't played his best golf when there has been a lot of wind and uh, the setup of the golf course those fairways will be wide the rough's going to be down a little bit that that'll probably benefit Roy as much as it will the U.S. team and Ian Poulter <laughs> what can you say about Ian Poulter Ian Poulter in his lifetime and this goes back a while he, he's never gonna have to buy himself a pint anytime he's in the UK and yeah, he's just a Ryder Cup hero he was built for Ryder Cup, and, and it's not necessarily anything about his game, although he's a great putter, but he's a great putter in big moments. Some people just have a knack for match play. They can take it to the next level in the biggest moments, and that's what Ian Poulter does. Patrick Cantley, who's been on my radar for quite some time, uh, comes in, he's won everything this year, all the money. He just won everything except the a major. Believe me, those are coming. And, and Patrick Cantley, the more people find out about him and what he's gone through in his life, the ups and downs I think really uh, learning to respect him a good bit more he's a fierce competitor uh, Jamie Mulligan from from out on the west coast a great teacher has been working with him. Pa- um, John Cook my buddy has spent a lot of time with Patrick and uh, he was raised and born and bred to do what he does right now which is play wonderful golf and and um, it's going to be interesting to see how many major championships he finishes with? Um, that's a that's a uh, you know, a, t- a tough thing sometimes to say. Oh, this player is going to win multiple majors, but uh, I'm going to be surprised if he doesn't win at least a couple of major championships in his career. And then John Rahm, who's uh, already doing what a lot of us thought he would do, watched him come out of school to Arizona State and just uh, finding his own. That golf swing seems to get quicker and quicker, doesn't it? And um, it just does not get off track, though, and loves the big moments. I'm a little worried about John, the fact that he uh, played last week um, on the West Coast. Uh, he was dealing with some stomach issues, but I've heard he's been back in lifting weights. Uh, so apparently that's behind him. He had a rear cut out there in Napa. And then um, not surprising, to, we get to the, to the bottom of the list on sort of the heat index, and we find Jordan Spieth. Back in the winter circle again, playing some wonderful golf, sort of ironed things out. Uh, Super, super dangerous in match play. And with his short game, you just – you can never count him out. I don't know um, that the length of this golf course is going to help him, but the creativity that's required around the greens most definitely will be a factor. And then just a quick word or two on our two uh, Ryder Cup captains – you you you'd you'd have to get up really early in the morning. In fact, I don't think you get up that early to find anybody ever say anything wrong about Steve Stricker. He, he's just uh, one of the neatest guys that's ever played the game. Universally respected, and he loves Wisconsin. He's Wisconsin through and through. And and to be a Ryder Cup captain on home soil where he grew up, and the home soil obviously for the U.S. That's that's uh, a really neat situation for him. And then. Padraig Harrington, uh, I, I've really enjoyed the few times I've had a chance to have a conversation with him. You're not going to find anybody to say anything bad about him either. He's universally loved and respected. You might find some people say he's crazy, uh, <laughs> but who isn't? He's played this game for very long and played it at the highest levels. And Don't forget, you know, both these guys still play some great golf. Harrington uh, slid in there and of the top five at the PGA Championship at, at Kiowa. So the the, the uh, and and Steve is playing some regular golf, at, both on the PGA Tour and PGA Tour Champions, and competing quite well. So they're both playing some some wonderful golf right now. Of course, they get supported very well uh, by their vice captains. But uh, two two great guys, and it's, it's a thankless job because. If you think about it, if you try something a little bit different and it works, you're a genius. If you try something a little bit different and you've got great reasons for it and it's well thought out and you've got PhDs backing you and all this and it doesn't work, then you're an idiot. And and uh, if your players play well and win, you don't really get much credit. The players get the credit for it. If, if they don't play so well and, and, and lose, then you get all the blame. So it's sort of a tough situation being a Ryder Cup captain. And, and uh, of course, I guess that's true with a lot of things in life. But it it definitely will be a fun week. Uh, I in particular like uh, watching the the foursomes play more than anything. Uh, you call it alternate shot, that's what it is. And you've got to get players that really communicate well and and pair well together. You got to put a little bit of thought into which golf ball you're going to use, and and because uh, uh, you have to. Uh, the golf ball that you tee off with is golf ball that you have to finish. A lot of times players are using different varieties of golf balls. That may be a long time ago. Well, not that long ago. 10, uh, 15, 20 years ago might have been a little bit bigger deal than it is now. But it's certainly something to consider. So it's going to be a very interesting Ryder Cup. I hope it's a spirited competition. I hope the fans enjoy it. I hope the fans don't get uh, uh, too over the top, which is something that, that um, sort of rears its head a little bit from time to time in, in, in our game. But uh, uh, we're looking for a spirited competition, a lot of fun, maybe maybe a few arguments every now and then will be all right, too. But nothing that just really crosses the line. We're golf. That's what we do. We have great competition. We... Argue a little bit, and when we have a controversy. It might be a big deal for us, but that controversy in any other sport wouldn't be that big of a deal. And even the uh, the, the the Brooks Kepka situation with Bryson DeChambeau that'd be fun to keep an eye on. But I, I'm guessing that that uh, they they sort of have an agreement to put whatever differences they have aside, uh, at, at least for this week. And uh, who knows? Hopefully they'll they'll uh, Keep that under wraps for quite some time. Remember, go back, Phil Phil and Tiger used to get into it a little bit and uh, not a lot of love lost there, but it's my understanding now that they're both uh, really good friends. So, folks, enjoy the Ryder Cup. know it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm guessing it's probably going to come down to some – key matches on that final day, which is Sunday. Have a lot of fun with it, and uh, appreciate you joining us right here on the uh, Charlie Romer Balls in the Air podcast, and uh, remember, we're based in beautiful Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and I tell people, if you're interested in traveling to play golf, and I don't care if you're going to Myrtle Beach or anywhere else in the world, you better do your planning in advance, because more people are playing this great game right now than I can remember in my entire lifetime. And, and we'd love to have you in Myrtle Beach, but get over there to playgolfmyrtlebeach.com and make your arrangements early because don't think you can wait a week out or a, even a month out and get the golf courses and the arrangements that you want in Myrtle Beach or anywhere. So keep playing golf, keep enjoying it, enjoy the Ryder Cup, and uh, we'll be right back here with you next week on the Charlie Romer Balls in the Air podcast.